0: Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio, and thank you for joining us. We are really loving this philosophy that women are healthiest when they consider all aspects of themselves. So taking a look at the unique things that make you you, what makes you happy, what do you dream about, how to be your best possible healthy self, and how you surround yourself with those who encourage you and really build you up because we all need that. Today we're going to be talking with Pamela Stokes-Eggleston and we're talking about something that if you don't use it, you will lose it, but it's never too late and what we're talking about is flexibility and so the importance of keeping yourself as supple as possible, stretched, um, avoiding injury being smart about how does your lifestyle affect the flexibility of your joints, your muscles, and what can you do about it? And the reality is it's never too late. You just may need to work more slowly to it, but we're going to talk today about how important it is with sometimes a sedentary lifestyle to make sure you regain or maintain the flexibility of your muscles. And so with No further ado, I'll turn this over to Pamela stokes Eggleston. Welcome to the show this morning, Pam.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Linda.
0: It's a pleasure. Let's talk a little bit about how the sedentary life that some people live, either uh, sitting at a computer all day, uh, studying. Uh, there are many roles people take on, and a lot of them require sitting down for a large part of the day, uh, or driving long distances in a commute. Talk about how some of those things can tighten certain muscles and lose flexibility over time.
1: Well, um, I think in society in general, we are becoming, um, we have become more sedentary, so we've, we're stagnant and we don't move and stretch and uh, get the blood flowing. Uh, throughout the day. And I think our predecessors, our ancestors were always moving. They Mm -hmm. were always, you know, even if like you grew up on a farm or something, or, you know, you had places to walk. So you were in some ways always in motion and moving and getting uh, the blood flowing, getting synovial fluid around the joints to move. Um, There was some type of stretching and mobility uh, occurring fairly regularly. But mm-hmm. now, like you uh, alluded to, Linda, there are people just sitting at their computers uh, or if they're retired, and this happens a lot of time with r- folks that retire and just decide to not do anything else uh, after that, become sedentary. They sit in front of the TV all day. Um, they sit in front of their computers. They don't really take that mobility that they need, and particularly as after 40, to incorporate it into their daily lives, even if they are retired or or they are uh, subject to sitting in front of a computer for most of their day. So that's a problem, and, and that type of non-mobility leads to injury, leads to illness, and can also lead to depression, I mean honestly if you're not moving mm-hmm. and flowing and and doing these things to make you feel good, um, you know it's like a, a cyclical effect of, you know it's you're like, absolutely right health. yeah, yeah, and I think that it,
0: sometimes even those who are very uh, diligent about going to the gym and mm-hmm. doing various things or going to a yoga class or Pilates or anything at all that is exercise oriented. Sometimes you're working certain muscles, whereas when you were working on a farm, uh, working in your garden, um, I I know this summer, I um, oiled, stained my deck, and it was constant up, down, up, down, and I'm very diligent about going to the gym and staying in shape, but I'll tell you, that (laughs) kind of work hits my butt, and that was about six weeks of work. Uh,
1: yeah it was just a
0: laborious you know complex process but it was very interesting that yard work this is why our weekend warriors end up with sore muscles or pulled backs or things like that because we are not used to doing uh out of range motion uh we are very usually people are very stuck if they go to the gym they follow a certain procedure uh even if you go to classes um Unless you have a really good leader who changes things up, it's like your food. You ought to be eating a variety of food, and you need a variety of motion. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if you become very tight in your body, that discourages you from stretching because yeah. it starts to be sore muscles and things right. like that. So right. When you're looking at someone who is trying or realizes that, all right, If I let everything get tight, I then become more rigid. I, I may end up with a broken hip, and we all know that that's not a good thing, or mm-hmm. knees, or weight gain that puts more pressure on your knees. Mm-hmm. How do you start with someone or make suggestions to that person who is sitting too long? Um And again, I mentioned the long commutes because, you know, here in the Washington, D.C. area, what are we, the second in the nation for the worst commutes possible? And so you may be sitting for up to two hours twice a day, mm-hmm. and you've got then hamstring tightness, um hip flexor tightness, and if people don't know what those are, perhaps you can explain which must about about and, and why that cannot be a great thing.
1: Well, first of all, uh, the DC area, metro area is only second on the list. (laughs) I I know, I think LA is the first. Okay. I Um, think, I I can have
0: that wrong. We're in the top five, I know that.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think what happens is, you know, it's like, it's a, if you're in pain, you don't want to move. And the older you become, the more you don't want to move, but you need to move. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when people say you've got to work through the pain. I don't like that saying, but that's the best kind of analogy I can give where you know you're, you're stiff. You know, you're sore. And that's kind of your body indicating that, okay, there's some muscles that were not being worked. There's some things that weren't being used that are now being used. If we go into it and you were healthy when you were standing your deck, you were actually working out at a gym. You do other things. Like, that- And you were still sore. Um, but you were, but you also know how to take care of yourself. I think what happens is people go to their doctors. Their doctors say you need to move more. And then they try to do the, you know, jump right in approach of I'm going to do all of this Pilates and yoga and stretching. And they, they get so sore that they don't go back to it. It's like, you know, and, and, and so then they, They sit and they become sedentary even more and that gets deeper into the levels of more, a more sedentary lifestyle. I think it's really imperative to start off slow and gentle. Mm -hmm. You don't have to leap right into it. If you are somebody who is bound just sitting down all the time and you stand up every you know, hour and just walk around a little bit and maybe do some shoulder rolls or some neck stretches and then come back to your seat. That's starting slow. That's starting slow and that can be okay for that day or that week. And then you'll notice that you're becoming a little bit more pliable, that maybe the neck muscles are are, are more supple. So you can add some other things or change The pattern of how you're doing some shoulder rolls and shoulder stretches, for instance. So the key is uh, consistency Mm -hmm. uh, coupled with being flexible in how you apply the stretches. So you're right. When you mentioned earlier that people go to the gym and they do the same thing and they're using the same muscles. Right. weights in the same order they'll get on the elliptical machine for the same 30 minutes with the same speed Mm -hmm. uh and they're like well i worked out but if you're not consistently changing Mm -hmm. if you're not consistently challenging yourself taking yourself to the point of as we say in yoga the edge Mm -hmm. of feeling energy of feeling a challenge without excruciating pain and to learn how to recognize the difference between the edge and the challenge and pain then that's where we become inflexible. Uh, it's true. And, and
0: I was just thinking to myself that I I love how um, the television commercials, usually for sleep aids, which is a totally different topic, but people get out of bed and you watch them stretch overhead. Mm-hmm. And we've all seen that classic, Oh, I'm greeting the day. My arms are above my head. I'm stretching my arms, my shoulders, my back, my neck. Uh, very few of us get out of bed and do that. But it's, it's healthy if you could do that. It gets things moving slowly and you're not going to move fast and briskly as you start your day. Usually when you get out of bed, most people don't. Some but people may though, Linda. They Some might. They up. might. And pa- no. more power to them. Yeah. Um, I I tend to start my day a little more gently than that. But I don't think we're even doing that.
1: Right. And I think that that's a problem. I think you should wake up in a gentle space. um, Mm -hmm. Welcome the day. uh, Mm -hmm. Being flexible. Stretching overhead. And incorporating water, you know, into that uh morning practice as you stretch and wake up. Mm-hmm. So I think all of this is is really critical. I'm glad we're actually talking about this topic because I think people that are over 40 think, well, it's downhill from here. You hear all of these? Right. Or of, it's just my age. I, I it's can't do, my do age. that anymore. I can, Or it's genetics, which, oh, you know, that kind of grates my nerves. It's genetics, I'm not flexible. I've never been flexible. And I'm over 40, so I can't do this. So well, that's kind of… You know
0: I agree, not. and and sometimes it 's as simple as reframing the the thought when you go to the gym and you mention becoming sore, and then people get too gone in too hard and too fast if, if you can go in slowly, you can celebrate the awareness of your muscles I, oddballs that loves it when I feel a muscle that 's been used because I think, oh, that time was well spent, and clearly I needed it. Because I feel it, and the the other thing is, you can do you can cast back to how you felt when you were in shape, when you were a track star. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, absolutely, you know
0: something like that. So we're going on a short break in just a, a few seconds, but I'd love to talk more about casting yourself back to when you were more flexible and uh, aware of your body in ways that you may haven't looked at in a while because that is a is a, a reference point that we can look at you're mm-hmm. listening to wise health for women radio helping women thrive and we'll be right back we're wise health for women radio and we'll return after these short messages
2: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Did you know that the average teenager drinks twice as much soda as milk? Since 1983, sugar consumption in the U.S. is up 28%. Why is that? There are several reasons, but one of the most common is soft drinks. 20 ounce beverages have become the norm, and it's not surprising to find that 43% of our sugar comes from drinks. Sugar is blamed for poor nutritional diets. USDA data shows that people whose diets are high in added sugar eat less calcium, fiber, iron, protein, and many other important nutrients. Fat-free foods are also a culprit. Since sugar is fat-free, many people tend to think it's okay to eat as much as they want. Remember that just because a food is fat-free does not mean that it's calorie-free also. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. When it comes to losing weight, there is nothing better than to see the numbers on the scale get lower and lower. But what happens if you hit a plateau? All of a sudden, you're not losing weight like you were before, and it feels like everything has stalled. Weight Watchers offers tips to plow through your plateau and to get back on the weight loss trail. First of all, increase your physical activity. Exercise more and watch the weight drop off. Another way to tip the scales in the correct direction is to eat right and write it down. Record everything that you eat. Cheating here and there doesn't work, so be meticulous to follow the plan exactly. Strengthen your resolve to lose that weight and go after it full force. You will not be disappointed. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook at Fitness Minute with Annette Hammond.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio, helping women to thrive. We're here with Pam Eggleston today and we're talking about flexibility after 40 and how important that is in terms of everything from your posture, to the way you handle stress, to the way you are able to continue to do things that you did in your younger years. Uh, I, for one, want to continue skiing, but I don't want to fall over and break a hip because I did not prepare or have muscle preparation for a different activity than I normally do. So that's just one example. So people who ride their bikes may have very strong leg muscles, and butt muscles, but they may not have strong shoulders and neck muscles. And if you think about your body, and we all know that silly song, you know your um, arm bone is connected to your shoulder bone, and you know all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But it's true. And if we use those muscles and we keep them used and flexible, it really can keep you young for life. What was the article I saw on a yoga instructor who was ninety-three or something?
1: oh absolutely and hopefully in march i get to meet her when i go to the sedona yoga festival oh how fun I, yes how yes. fun
0: yeah and then i look at people um that i know in my neighborhood who who go to tap dance still who go to ballet mm-hmm. who uh take pilates a nice stretching gentle exercise that also strengthens but all these things are ways that you can keep your muscles working and and I will go to what I truly believe to be physics which is a body in motion stays in motion
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and if you if you don't do that then things don't go that way let's talk about what is static
1: stretching static stretching is is very very good to start with Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something that anybody can do um, where you're you could be in a chair you could um, actually, it's great for, for folks dealing with disabilities too, where you just slowly integrate movement with the arms, uh, shoulder stretches, and movement perhaps just with uh, the neck region. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also do twists at the trunk or the torso uh to invite um maybe some lateral flexion, some extension, depending on how you move the torso and the trunk. And a lot of places that tension and stress and inflexibility are are right at the trunk right at the torso. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people focus on the legs. So going back to our gym analogy, people are moving their legs, they're but they're moving in this one plane. Mm-hmm. Front, you know, front to back. There's no mm-hmm. uh movement of 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 extension and flexion. There's no twisting. There's no um suppleness being brought into the movement. And that's why, when I ran track in high school back in the day, I, have to, <laughs> you know, we we won't say how long ago that was.
0: It wasn't uh, I used that long. <laughs>
1: Um, we had to stretch for a minute. We had to do warm ups. That's what we call them, mm-hmm. you know? And I think people, if they were athletes before and they have a hard time returning to that, they, you know, they can, they can return to it. But some of your audience may never have been an athletes, mm-hmm. And so they may be saying, okay, this is something that's genetic. I'm not that flexible. You, I can't move. I've never been that flexible. And we all have the same muscles in our body we they move sim, they move in different ways we have our own unique way of moving mm-hmm. because we're all unique in in that way but we have muscles that want us to work them mm-hmm. this goes back to the whole point of physical flexibility physical mobility that's really critical and important and one of the places that i believe that we hold blockages that we hold in flexibility Mm -hmm. is in the spine, in the hips. Absolutely.
0: And and how many people walk around with sore backs? Yes. And, you know, there's a twofold answer to that one. One is stretches and things can help improve your lower back and flexion and things like that. But your core is also extremely important. So if you are sedentary... it's, it's so important, and so many people important. go my back. But when was the last time that you lay down on the floor and stretched your abs and lifted your ankles, or or did ab work at all? You know, your body has front and back sides mm-hmm. and tops, and working all of it is really important. To stay balanced, I'm going to throw in a recommendation here because I think it can help people who haven't done things for a long while. Most gyms will offer a a private coaching session.
1: Sure. And
0: those can be wonderful for doing an assessment for Mm -hmm. here are the things that, you know, I've noticed. You can choose to do, you know, a, a private um session with someone or a series if that's what you like to do Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's your doctor's appointment you know check with the doctor if you're going to start being active before you start being very active again but take advantage of that free consulting coaching session to at least identify where you need to do I I laugh because so many of our shows come down to self-awareness yeah and I need yep. to. I need to look at this, or this is important, or I've forgotten about the fact that my back hurts. I accept it as part of getting older. That's exactly, and some right. things might be true that way because of an old injury or something like that. But it's not always the case, and so no. getting no. checked and, and taking a an assessment um, and yes. being
1: self aware isn't that part of it. Self awareness is is critical and it's key. If you consider the construct of uh, hidden flexibility, Mm -hmm. something that you haven't discovered. Uh, That means that flexibility does not only apply to the body, the physicality of it, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about what's going on in the mind. Mm -hmm. What's going on with mental flexibility and how we relate to our bodies. That is a process. So the body mind relation is a process Mm -hmm. in self-awareness. But we have to really be kind of flexible, open, be willing to change, be malleable to accepting these things. And, and we can then express, uh, movement in ways that may resonate with us. So for somebody like me, like you mentioned the gym, uh, uh, coaching uh, possibility, mm-hmm. I really don't enjoy the gym that much. I don't, I like to be out. I don't either.
2: I it's hard,
1: too. it's hard, you know, when it's cold, but I love being outside. So I like to bike, I like to do a uh, low impact, mm-hmm. um, type of activities for myself, aerobics, you know, um, well, mm-hmm. aerobics isn't low impact, but something aerobic that's Can-based. low impact, right. um, you know walking and and maybe biking and those types of things in, in in nature but what i want people to understand is and going back to your core issue it is critical the core is this, is the seat of the soul mm-hmm. as we say in yoga so when you have something going on with your your lower back a lot of times that's linked to glute muscles we people don't right. understand you have gluteus maximus gluteus medius and minimus, and we're walking around with clenched glutes <laughs> a, lot <laughs> a lot of, of times because we're, right. we're we're in we're stressed out and in turn what does that do well there's a muscle called um the iliacus and the, the psoas and mm-hmm. the psoas going back to see they are the psoas is a is a huge muscle and it's wrapped around the um abdomen and the pelvis this Mm -hmm. muscle is the business it is flexing the trunk your your torso and it rotates the thigh and it's in your abdomen that's how it's all connected connected if you're tight there then yeah you're going to have lower back pain if you can't let those the, the iliac and the psoas work together and 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 then subsequently we have a, a muscle called the piriformis that is in the in the in the glutes uh, uh area that works in conjunction with um the all the glutes those things work together you need to be working those and if you're going to the gym and just lifting weights arms and legs and and just running on a treadmill you are you really need to get some more uh flexion and extension and mobility in that area that's where I, I agree. We hold a lot of our, our, our drama and weight and all of that in the abdomen, in the pelvis. And, it, and I think it's, that's important to say. Um, and as you mentioned, the pelvis, there are multiple abdominal muscles absolutely.
0: all doing different things as well. So mm-hmm. taking the whole look at the torso, yes. you know, from, from torso down to glutes, yeah. all of it is really the way we walk upstairs,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, we sit up in bed. Um, Everything you think about, you do, you need all of these muscles. And I think so often people say, okay, I'm going to eat right, I'm going to exercise. But without the knowledge that has been gained over the last 20 years and how people can help you, and you can educate yourself on YouTube videos if that's your you know, preferred method, you can go outside, you can get a coaching session, you can check with your doctor who may have suggestions. There's some very interesting things that you can do, but it is really important to think about exercise, but adding flexibility to your
1: mission. Adding movement, adding movement Mm -hmm. and adding concentrated, innovative, creative movement Mm-hmm. to your body daily. Um, and this is a practice for me as well. I have to say, okay, I'm not going to do the same walk, the same right. posture, the same. I'm always trying to add different things because you start feeling, okay, I this is my favorite. I want to go to this area or that area. And you really have to make it exciting and new. Um, be open to the changes. Um, and that's where a yeah. trainer can come in too because they
0: mm-hmm. can say, yep. if you do, if you do these five things every day, Your body will adjust to that Mm -hmm. and then it really won't respond so much anymore. But you're neglecting Mm -hmm. these seven sets of muscles. I I think it's fascinating the way that um, there are some really interesting free methods of gaining some knowledge about this sort of thing. But you rarely, rarely hear somebody say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to exercise because I want to gain flexibility. And yet,
1: nobody says that. Everybody says that. Everybody right. wants to lose weight, you know. Or, right. Lose weight or tighten diet. up.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Or, right. yeah,
0: all of that. And it, it's fascinating to me. Yeah. But it's an important topic. And that's why we're bringing it up today. So if you have not been doing exercise that includes flexibility and you want to stay young at heart and young in movement it's something to think about putting into your world and figuring out a way to learn more about the importance of suppleness and movement and flexibility if you want to find more about our shows you can find them at wisehealthforwomen.radio.com, and we will help you thrive after we go through another break we'll be right back after these messages We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
3: Last year, the United States Postal Service successfully ships over 160 billion packages of letters, with bills traveling through the mail at twice the speed of checks. Automated sorting machines read zip codes and direct the mail to the proper destination. But last year, they failed to read some 2.4 billion pieces of mail, all because of cacography. That's bad handwriting. So what happens to all that errant mail? The post office hires more than 700 postal clerks to decipher the most difficult ones. When a sorting machine discovers an illegible address, it scans and sends a digital image to the clerk's computers. Amazingly, the average clerk can crack the code in just three seconds. Not everyone can keep up, though, as management at the post office is always pushing the envelope. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free
2: app, Too Funny for Word. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Have you ever considered dancing your way to fitness? It may be time for you to find innovative things to add to your fitness program. Variety is always good, not only for your body, but also for your mind. I want to encourage you to add aerobic dance to your exercise routine. Dancing has become so popular because of television shows like Dancing with the Stars. Aerobic dance classes get your heart rate up and sustains it while you work almost every muscle in your body. It allows you to let go and to release any stress that you're carrying while you get a fun and energetic workout. You don't need to be coordinated or a great dancer. Just step into a class or rent a DVD and let loose. Aerobic dance is a wonderful form of cardio exercise and a fun way to get in shape. I'm Annette Hammond. If you're a fan of Fitness Minute, like us on Facebook.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health for Women Radio. We are talking with Pamela Eggleston today about flexibility after 40. And Pam, let's talk for a minute about the fact that it's never too late to start becoming flexible. There are, you might have to take it more slowly. You might have to take it more gently than you would have. You are no longer 20. I think that's something that we have such a hard time with because the outside of our bodies look our age sometimes. I I call it kissed by time. But inside, most of us tend to feel pretty young. And I I hope that that's what our audience is mostly feeling. If not, please know that you can return to feeling young because I've known 30-year-olds who really project as old. And mm-hmm. I hope that I'm in my 90s projecting as young. But let's talk more about how you would, again, start with a program and some steps and tips that you would give to people to strengthen the core so that when they move to the legs or the glutes, they have they have a foundation for adding things on. What are some possible sequences of, of you know, priority, I would say, with muscles and flexibility for good health and to promote one sex su- success leading to another success?
1: Well, I think that, you know, just this notion of, is it even possible to be flexible after 40? Yes, but you must be willing and ready. You have to be willing and ready. So that goes back to the mental um, flexibility portion of it. People want to jump into Um, a program and they're only looking at their bodies. They're Mm -hmm. not looking at um, this in totality where I think you start off with the physical, but then you go to, okay, how am I dealing with this mentally and how will this benefit me mentally and even spiritually? Mm -hmm. How will this make me more open? Mm -hmm. So the flexibility will lead to uh, your more adaptability to changes and and movement and flexibility and, and subsequently I believe make you more open to these changes and 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 to life Into life. So I think you, I mean, I really, you know, don't want to sound hokey, but that's what it is. You really need to have the mindset to get ready to make this not, Oh, I'm going to, this is something that I'm just going to do right now. This is a daily kind of practice that we should just wrap in to what we're doing in our lives, make it similar to, uh, you know, having that cup of coffee, or, or really even breathing—like I need to do it every day. So I do some type of movement and flexible motion every single
0: uh, morning. I, I think it's so funny. I'll give you an, a personal, a personal example about flexibility that that hit me probably in my forties, and I'm not there anymore. Um, I remember that I always I wear heels ninety nine percent of the time when I'm out of the house, and I remember beginning a walking regimen after that, oh my goodness, my calf muscles had been shortened from wearing heels yep. all the time. Absolutely, And so I was astounded by the lack of flexibility in my calf muscles, my Achilles tendon, all of that. And I realized that I needed to take a step. So here's my little trick. Whenever I get to a stoplight, I flex my foot and pull my toes back toward my knee. And I no longer have that issue. I can go shoes and and just you know flip-flops without feeling that calf strength but oh, wow that tightness that's the sort of thing that wakes you up and mm-hmm. you either take it as a challenge and as you said are open to oh I don't like the way that feels and I used to be able to do that very easily mm-hmm. we have to be more gentle with our lives and we have to as you say fit it in which is why I, I fit it in at the stoplights. So <laughs> I wherever throw that out there. In,
1: wherever you fit it in. I think right. to start, you can, like for something like that, I would have said, and and this goes back to the whole, maybe you need somebody to help you coaching mm-hmm. or something to help mm-hmm. you get to a point. And I, when I work with my clients, I would go directly to say, okay, do you have stairs in your house? Mm-hmm. Do you have a step down? Put your foot on the stairs and just walk back just enough. Hold the get the rail where your heel's hanging off. And then press your heel down towards the floor and then bring your heel up. Press your heel down. bring And and at the same time, maintaining your posture, drawing your navel in towards your spine so your core is nice and engaged. And just press your heel down. You can do that in between commercials when you're watching TV. You can you know, do you, it waiting can, for a light to change if you're walking in a city. If you're walking somewhere, you can do it and, <laughs> and people will watch you though. If you're doing it on the curb, you know, but so if you have Yeah, but the women that, will understand what you're doing. Everybody gets it. Everybody. Women will understand and men who are athletes are like, "Oh, they're just stretching their, you know." Right. You know, but I think that you can wrap these types of things in throughout your day. You don't have to say, well, I'm going to have 30 minutes of doing this in the morning and then whatever. Wrap this mobility, this flexibility practice throughout your day so that you're moving, you end up feeling better. If you're more flexible and more mobile um, studies show that depression is decreased, that sleep is, is uh, the quality of sleep is increased, right? That your quality of life overall is increased. So it's it's just really imperative to wrap it into your lifestyle.
0: Well, I had a misguided notion when I was oh seven to fourteen that I could be a ballerina, and <laughs> while I absolutely love that, Pam, you know I'm five feet tall. Um, that just doesn't happen in that world. You have to have certain proportions and strengths sure. and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. But I loved ballet. I love it to this day. Um, my granddaughter. T- ballet. And so I do silly things like the old ballet stretches. In front of the microwave. I do plies. (laughs) I do the arms over the head you know, the the, you do the arms for the five uh positions. And it's amazing and I'm doing this in front of the microwave for you know three minutes a minute uh, mm-hmm. you'd be um, and you talk about fitting into the days so i'm telling you all my silly habits but i do feel it fit it into the day because if you do carry tension in your neck and shoulders just sure. doing the arms that way and through a little range of motion for 45 seconds is really helpful
1: Just at the microwave neck rolls. If you've got tension in your neck, just shoulder moving the shoulders up by the ears and then drawing them down the back. Just even if you have to, you can't get up from the chair and you're in front of the computer. You can do stuff in the chair at your office. You know, stretching the arms, stretching the shoulders so that your back, the middle of your back and spine and the shoulder blades can uh, separate from each other a little bit. You can get a stretch in the in the in the upper back, in the middle of the back. You can do a lot of stuff. And and for people dealing with lower back pain that's where going back to the whole psoas and in the right. trunk area you really probably should get up and, and do a little motion but you can also twist in the chair you mm-hmm. can twist on one side bringing the arms around and you can you can do a lot of stuff in, in people that are dealing with some things but my back hurts I'm like yeah it's kind of a It's kind of a self-fulfilling kind of problem. Your back hurts because you're not stretching it. You're not stretching it because your back hurts. (laughs) You know, you have to get a little bit of motion in there and get up to that edge where you feel, you know, the pain's coming. You feel a little tension. But there's no excruciating pain and you have to work up to it and pass it. And what happens with flexibility is over time, as you work those muscles, as you work the psoas, as you work the piriformis, as you even work the glute muscles, you get further and further into the flexibility range and more and more uh, farther away from inflexibility and pain. It's
0: true. It's true. And I think what we're liking to dispel during this segment is you have time to fit this in there are really no hurdles to this i was just thinking that even putting the dishes away after you've washed them or after they're in the dishwasher Mm -hmm. that can do it folding your sheets after they come out of the dryer i'm would you see what i'm saying it can fit into your everyday life and you don't have to head to the gym to do that and the simple things because then when you go to clip in the garden for an entire day you will not be as sore as i mean pulling weeds oh my gosh your hamstrings and glutes your thighs your quads your calves it uses everything so depending on whatever is your passion on the weekends if you want that to be more enjoyable adding some of these flexible moving exercises that that strengthen over time really are important aren't they
1: They're extremely important. And you mentioned pulling weeds. Yeah, I would do come into squats, pulling the weeds. And then I'd realize I'm in the spin in a squat for about. Eight or nine minutes, and I'm right. feeling, you know, I'm feeling. I'm not suggesting this, but uh, oh my not no, me neither. My 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 thighs are on fire, and I slowly have to stand up. But to slowly stand up and engage your quads, because everybody knows about the quad stretches, right? But to slowly stand up from that, and really ground down and into the to the ground, and to do that is amazing. Right. It's a. Well, it is,
0: and then you can even open your toes, put your heels together just a little bit, and yeah. as you come up, squeeze your squeeze. inner thighs together. It's the inner you know, thighs. That's a Pilates thing. So yeah. there's just some very easy things that you can do to add it. But you know, instead of being so miserable Saturday night after a wonderful day of cleaning up your yard or um, doing things with other people, that is recreation. You don't want to be sore. You want right. to be able to enjoy it. So tell us a couple of other um, tips and tricks to fit in uh, stretching. And as you start to get more flexible, what that means to your overall health.
1: Well, I think that some more tips that I would absolutely um, bring into to the fold, um, other than being at your office or being in a chair, is um, if you're walking. Um, Mm -hmm. And just pausing, and if you get to a a stoplight or a crosswalk, you can just gently maybe take your arms behind your back, interlace your fingers, and just Mm -hmm. draw your shoulders down. So you're getting stretch in the chest, and you're actually bringing the shoulder blades on the back a little bit together closer to the spine, and you're lifting up. So a lot of times we're hunched over. We have what we call a texting back. Texting. Yes, yes. Right? And we got this curvature in their neck, and we're just always – you never see – people don't even look people in the eye anymore because they're texting. Ugh. But if you bring your arms behind your back, interlace your fingers, and look up, that that's going to – and it may hurt some people because we're used to being hunched over. Mm-hmm. If you open up the chest, bring your chin up, and really lift up, that area in the back of the neck is that the cervical spine mm-hmm. will will curve, and you'll get a little bit of relief from that. So that's a that's counter stretch. Yeah, it,
0: uh, you make an excellent point with the texting back because that's actually becoming a text named neck. Thing. Yeah, text neck. Yeah, <laughs> text neck. Um, another way to that is to stand in a doorway and lean forward with your hands on the doorway and lean gently forward. These are little things you little can things. do little to things. keep your posture well. And we're coming up on another break. Time is moving very quickly, but. After the break, we'll continue into how this will make your life a lot more enjoyable as you work on it. If you like these shows, go to wisehealthforwomenradio.com. There are many more there and many more to come. We really believe that helping women thrive comes from a variety of topics, discussions, and bringing back your dreams and what makes you sing. So we're going to keep going there, and we're glad you're here with us. We'll be back right after this short break. We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
3: Ever wonder about the origin of Murphy's Law? You know the maxim that if anything can go wrong, it will. Murphy's Law was named after Captain Edward A. Murphy, an engineer working at Edwards Air Force Base in 1949. Captain Murphy was working on a project designed to measure how much sudden deceleration a human could stand in a crash. After discovering a transducer constructed for the experiment was wired wrong, Murphy squabashed the technician responsible by exclaiming, If there's any way to do it wrong, you'll find it. In other words, circumvent mistakes and miscobobbles before they happen. Aerospace manufacturers began quoting Murphy's Law to their engineers, and soon it became an eponym.
2: It's words, name,
3: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard
2: vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Back pain can really be a bother. Men's Health Magazine states that 80% of all men suffer from back pain. One of the best things you can do to ward off lower back problems is strengthen your abdominal muscles. 75% of all lower back problems can be prevented by building your ab muscles. When your abs are weak, the muscles in your buttocks and the back of your legs, your hamstrings, have to work harder to keep your spine stable. One of the easiest abdominal exercises is crunches. Keep your low back on the floor at all times. Squeeze your abdominals as you crunch up and lower slowly in a controlled manner. You can do several sets of crunches every day to strengthen your abs and beat back pain. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at annettehammond.com.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health for Women. We're here with Pamela Stokes talking about flexibility. And and Pam, off air, we were talking about the importance of, flexi- importance of flexibility because when you are over forty, there is a tendency for women to—I don't want to say give up, but they become less aware of themselves, mm-hmm. and that that term becoming invisible. It yes. can be very, very true, mm-hmm. but you can counterbalance that with good posture, and one of the elements of having good posture is self-awareness, as we talked about, but it's also about having the flexibility to be able to strengthen your back and your muscles and your neck and your shoulders, and... Let's talk about posture because I'm and, very short. I, I have always had <laughs> decent posture because I'm five feet tall. So I had to make myself as you know, tall as I possibly could. But talk about posture and the importance of flexibility.
1: Well, I think it starts from, and I'm five foot nine, and I haven't always had good posture. So because I was really tall, um, probably starting in, in fifth grade, I was taller than everyone. I okay. used to hunch. Everybody, because I was taller than everybody. And my mother was like, you need to stand up tall. And I, you know, and I was also skinny. So I got teased and, um you know, it's so it was very, it was kind of hard for me. And I was hunched over. And then I had friends that are like, Pam, you really need to stand up tall and 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 really need to engage. What I learned, and this is just me, is, you know, where we're, I'm well into <laughs> the over 40 sect is that you the posture shows the world who you are mm-hmm. if you are standing up straight and it is about lifting up through the chest having your shoulders drawn down your back but it also going back to the core linda mm-hmm. it's always going back to the core do you feel your stomach you know um engage and muscles engage? my mother used to always say women have to hold their stomachs and i was like i'm not holding my stomach in but i know what she means <laughs> because if you engage your ab muscles and you're right. drawing your navel in towards your spine, you, that's automatically going to, uh, um, help that psoas engage in, in, in the, in the abdominal muscles around it, uh, to engage your, uh, elongation of the spine. Mm-hmm. If you are walking with purpose, if you are walking with purpose and you're connected fully to the ground beneath you, that's going to help you engage the posture. If you are not clenching your glutes so this is all connected right like we Mm -hmm. mentioned earlier then and you can walk in that and have use them as they're meant to be used you know Mm -hmm. they're one of the longest and and strongest uh, muscles in our body and we forget that and they the glutes have the power of maintaining our torsos in in an erect straight posture Mm -hmm. so so we want to Really use this, these muscles to incorporate really good postural structure. As we're walking, and and you're walking in purpose, and you're walking with a really good posture, that is beautiful to the world. You're showing the world who you are, and you're very. And then it, it's physical manifestation, but it comes into a mental manifestation and a so and a spiritual, I think, where you're mm-hmm. showing the world this is who I am. I'm feeling really good, and you continue to practice uh, these uh, movement exercises throughout the day because you're feeling good about yourself. It makes no difference that you're over forty, in that. Right. For lack of a better word, you go downhill. But this is how we maintain our beauty. Beauty is not just surface beauty. That's not what I'm talking Mm -mm. about. But there's a there's a inner light that shines out through everybody, I believe. And I think that Mm -hmm. if you're doing the physical movement and this all goes back to the body, mind, soul piece, you show the world who you are. And people are drawn to you. Agreed. um, Regardless, you know, It, it really is
0: it. Going back to my ballet days, I remember yes. we would be told there's a string on the top of your head,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: and so I let that, that <laughs> let that pull you. Again, I was very yes. very petite, so I, yeah. I wanted to be taller, and uh, I had the opposite issue that you did, and that string on. Of- and when you get very stressed and strained or out of shape or you just are rounded and don't feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. you don't pull yourself tall. And you are absolutely right. A presence, a physical presence of good posture, comfort comfort with yourself, the mind-body-spirit connection, as you said, our posture does show the world who we yeah. are. Yes. And, and I think all of us would like to think we're never going to be invisible. And it's a good goal to strive for because... Who wants to stop engaging with people and learning?
1: Well, you don't have to be invisible. You don't have to be. You talked about Amen. that 93 year old woman who's doing right. She's not invisible. These are right. choices we make. These are projections that we put on ourselves as women. Oh, well, we're not being noticed, especially if we were really gorgeous women. And we notice over time that maybe we're, in our perception of beauty in terms of physicality, we're not so gorgeous mm-hmm. anymore. You're absolutely gorgeous. You're absolutely right. beautiful. It takes posture and flexibility to maintain that so we can tap into our mental flexibility, our mental changes. What are we mm-hmm. willing to adapt to? What are we willing to open our souls up to to be able to adapt and be open with the world around us? That is the critical piece of complete and total body mind spirit flexibility that needs to it definitely starts with movement and 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 posture being uh, nice and strong but that is what i'm talking about total beauty total um presentation of ourselves to the world right
0: yes and and i agree with every word you just said and i think the opposite is true and here's what you want to combat accelerated muscle loss decreased stamina you decrease in strength, decrease in range of motion. And here's a really important one as you get older. Decrease in balance. Oh, Because that's, that's how people get Absolutely. really badly hurt and injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to come back from those sorts of things. And if you do get injured, but you are in relatively good shape and flexible, you will recover faster. There is no downside to gaining your flexibility.
1: None. 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 Now, would you like you, to expound on that? There's the no downside. Part? The balance right. part is humongous. The balance part starts in, and it's a challenge with balance. But if you do have injuries and and or you have some things going on, I have knee issues. I'm always practicing balance, and I don't really necessarily have a love relationship with balance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I
1: really don't. But I, it is critical for people getting older and our senior citizens to practice balance. Posing, postures, flexibility. If we, if we could be balanced on one foot and then the other. There are lots of things in physical therapy that I, that have these balance balls that you stand on. So it's really working the muscles in a different way as well when you're practicing balance. And these, and these types of tools are also in gyms, but you can do this at home. You can, going back Amen. to my st- on the stairs analogy, just balance with one foot on the, on the stair, mm-hmm. holding the guard and then the other. You can start off balancing. But it, it, it's balance is critical to to the whole torso in terms of flexion and flexibility, but it's also critical to our mindset, how are we balancing our lives? Um and this helps us as we age, the muscles are pliable, um we we, we age less. Mm-hmm. We, we age less, you know. So it's it's really this. These are all really beauty tips too. <laughs> they,
0: they, <laughs> you know, they really are. All, it all
1: comes you know, together. These, it all comes together. How am I going to look better? You're going to feel better, so you're subsequently going to look better. You're going to look better. So absolutely, yeah. It, it's
0: really interesting because I I don't think people think about uh, the balance issue, and no. that's that's often muscle imbalances. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, going back to your thing with the mind. By staying and doing these kinds of flexibility exercises and with the mind, you're also keeping those neural pathways healthy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And so your body knows what it means to be balanced and knows how to react when you're imbalanced. So will we be as um, all together as we were in our 20s or as an athlete in our teens? Probably not. But You know, that's okay. There are other things you can shift to. So take this last little bit of time, Pam, and talk about the various modalities of exercise and flexibility, the options that people can use, whether at home uh, or in a center or at the gym, out in nature, that can help them with flexible.
1: Yes, I think that one of the things that I – practice as you know linda is yoga yoga helps me um it's very um it works on all the muscle groups um and i practice that daily you can practice pilates pilates you can practice um stretching exercises or warm-ups uh you can go to uh community centers gyms um senior citizen centers have programs where they're doing um like ballroom dancing um a whole bunch of different things you mentioned Lovely. that you were a ball- ballerina i actually- oh, no I-, I was never a ballerina you i was were a never would be gonna- ballerina You're right would be ballerina but i'm going to give you that um, i <laughs> Thank I-, you. I, tapped- I did I shall get a ballet and i actually <laughs> did ballerina and tap when i was a child as well and so these things open open you up and 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 i always that's why i know pliés it's like once you go to dance right. classes you remember a lot of the stuff but do something that's fun Let's there go, you go. A bit of fun. Don't make it a drudgery. Oh, I got to get up and do do something that you that is a calling to you. And if you don't know what that is, try several different things. Go to a right. gym. Go to a community center. Find out what works for you and your body. And maybe you just want to start off with a YouTube and look at a video and do something for free in, in the comfort of your own home. Maybe you'd like a coach, um, you know, to help you work through some of, uh, of this flexibility issues along with your wellness issues. Um, I do wellness coaching, um, as well. So I think it's important to know that there's so many options for you to get moving, get your body more flexible, get, get the blood flowing and pumping, get your mind and heart open so that you can really fully live this life and be in the moment
0: it's absolutely true and coming back to helping you thrive when you can move when you can do things that you want to do when you want to do them when you're open to learning new things and when you regain that wonderful body god gave you Mm -hmm. in some of the motion and things that you can do you only get one you get one one body. body You, get you only body. get one body and one mind. So, you know, use what's within you, the spirit side of things, to utilize all these things to the maximum because mm-hmm. it's very important to keep your mind supple and young and your body flexible and your enjoyment of life is enhanced mm-hmm. at that point. Pam, tell people how to get in touch with you.
1: You can get in touch with me if you visit my website at yogatosleep.com. That is yoga, the number two sleep, one word, dot com. Reach out to me. I can help you with any flexibility issues you may have.
0: Pam, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. It's very, very helpful. Oh, it was our pleasure. And I think this is a very important topic. So we hope that we've inspired you to do plies in front of the um, microwave <laughs> and reach when you do get out of bed in the morning, uh, when you put the dishes away, and when you fold the sheets. It's amazing what we can do if we simply are aware of the small steps we can take to be more flexible. If you love these shows, go find more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com and we'll be back next week with another wonderful guest and another terrific topic. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.